This is Rock and Roll English. Real people, real English. Here's your host, Martin Johnston. Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Rock and Roll English. Episode number 182, baby. Oh yeah. And happy new year, I suppose. This is the first podcast of 2020 after the longest break in rock and roll English history. How about that, hey? Um, So I've had a good break. I hope you have too. Now it's back to life, back to reality. Back to life, back to reality. Back to life, back to reality. Oh, yeah. And we have some great news to start the new year. There are some problems with the website rockandrollenglish.com fantastic what a magnificent magical way to start the year many people have sent me a message about this um, because sometimes when you go on the website it says the website is dangerous Um, it's not actually dangerous so relax okay stay calm um i'm trying to fix it but obviously i'm not good at technology things but my technology friend told me it's just a part of the code of the website that needs to be changed okay we are trying to change it so don't call the police everything is kind of under control anyway in today's episode i speak to dan the man and we speak about how this podcast has become my life yes that is right and we talk about lots of other stupid things and there is lots and lots and lots of rock and roll vocabulary all of which is on the website rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 182 i will speak to you all again at the end people in the meantime happy listening dan the man how are you today I'm good. How are you? Always fantastic, Dan. It may be a new year, but I am still always fantastic. Um, And speaking of the new year, happy new year to you. Happy new year to you. Yeah, I hope that some of your dreams come true. Not all of them, obviously. I don't want too many good things happening to you. Maybe just one. Maybe just one. What one good thing would you like to happen to me? Uh, good question. Um, maybe to grow, well, to be able to grow a beard. I'll tell you what, that's been, I've been wishing that every birthday for about 15 years now. So at well, some point it has to happen. Hopefully this year is your year, Dan the Man. Um, anyway, it may be a new year, but we work in the same way here. So how do we start the show? With a review. Oh, yeah, baby. Do you think we have a review? Yes. Yes, but this is the last one, okay? We were up to our eyeballs in reviews and now not even ankles, okay? (laughs) Not even up to our ankles in (laughs) reviews. In fact, there are none after this, so please leave us a review. Maybe we should ask the listeners to set a New Year's resolution to send a review. (laughs) The best New Year's resolution I can think of. Um, And it is from... Leticia and it is a five star iTunes review 
the best one that there can be. And it says Rock and Roll English, the always fantastic podcasts. And then it goes on to say, you know, when you love something and you love it so much, you cannot live without it. Like when you fall in love with a person and you spend your days longing for the moment you'll be together again. So some rock and roll vocabulary there. Longing, like really you can't wait or when you listen to your favorite song and it doesn't really matter if you've spent the whole commute listening to that single song this is rock and roll english for me oh yeah in the beginning i listened to this podcast because i wanted to improve my english then because i enjoyed listening to martin's stories and his hilarious conversations with his friends but my story with this podcast was a love story it was not enough for me anymore to simply listen i had to be part of it i became a member of the family and i have the honor to say i am part of rock and roll english martin if i could do for you a fraction of all you have done for me trust me i wouldn't hesitate i wish you the brightest future the happiest life Hashtag #martin almost 40 and still rocking baby oh, wow. wow what a review thank you very very much for that leticia and she has done a lot for this podcast and is a very much part of the podcast um Although it did have the Martin Almost 40 hashtag again. And I thought, Dan, this year we are going to be 36. I mean, it's true. Almost 40. Yeah, but I mean, your body's falling apart. But (laughs) I feel in quite good shape. (laughs) You know what? I'm not even going to deny deny that because that is absolutely true. Um, But now for me, it's just a countdown of until I hit 40 it was the same in my 20s as soon as I hit 25 it was just a countdown until until 30 then I got to 30 and I was able to relax a bit I thought you know the pressure's off now Uh, but then I sort of thought well that's enough now surely I'm not going to get any older but the strange thing is that time doesn't actually stop and you do actually get older every year it's funny isn't it the man who's always fantastic is (laughs) quite pessimistic about getting old no mate i love it i love it okay couldn't be more happy about being almost 40 um anyway so obviously this is the first podcast of the year we had a break and i have something important to tell you something i need to get off my chest so something i need to tell you i've realized my whole life dan is a podcast now because although we had this break throughout the entire time anything that happened to me i was thinking you know what that'll be great for the podcast i'll get my phone out send myself a message to remind myself of it mm-hmm. what happened oh well, that's it okay well no no that's not it dan your your question of what happened is exactly what we're going to talk about good question well okay, done I, yeah but there was like a dramatic pause where you wanted some <laughs> sort of big response from me i, I realized maybe i it wasn't as uh it was more interesting than yeah it sounded um, yeah, I don't know why the dramatic pause happened. I think it's just because I'm out of podcast practice. Okay. <laughs> so it's not easy to pick up from where you left off. So to start from the point at, from which you left. Um, so, yeah, I thought I could just tell you about a few things that happened um, over the holidays. So obviously I spent Christmas and New Year in Sicily. Um, Christmas was all good. You know, lots of stuff happening, you know 
eating, that kind of stuff. You're quite a storyteller. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. It's my forte. So my forte, my strong point. The, uh, the only embarrassing part for me was at the end of the dinner and Mrs. Rock and Roll English, her uncle, her dad and her male cousins were all drinking grappa. Which oh, is disgusting. like an after-dinner drink that helps you digest, that they say. And then they said to me, do you want some? I was the only man there not drinking it. So I said, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. Honestly, as soon as it went into my mouth, it was just like, it was like drinking fire. Or petrol. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a combination of fire and petrol. And I was really trying not to cough. I was just going... <clears throat> <clears throat> And they say, is it good? Oh, it's amazing. It's amazing. <laughs> you know what? I'm just going to drink this for breakfast, I think, from now on. Do, do, do they look at you like you're pathetic? I think most people do, Dan, I think. I don't, most Martin. People. I don't, okay. <laughs> I'm not sure if I believe that. Is that, is that the first time you've had Grappa? Uh, no, I had had it before. I've noticed that past perfect there. I had had it before. Um, and then I sort of thought, I'm never going to drink this ever again in my life. And then it was a good few years ago, though. So notice there as well, a good few years ago, quite a few years ago. So I thought, you know what? I'm older now. I'm almost 40. I think I'm a man. I'm, I'm a man for grappa now. <laughs> but it turns out I'm definitely not. I'm still a pathetic person. So that was one thing that happened during the holidays, but the best moment without any shadow of a doubt. Notice that term, without any shadow of a doubt, without any doubt, it's the same really, was when I went to the cinema with Mrs. Rock and Roll English and her mum and dad. We went out for a pizza first and then we had to wait a bit for the film before it was on and there was a, a teddy grabber machine. So, you know, those machines where you put in money and you can win a teddy, but it was with a football and I thought, I'm I'm going to have a go on that. And there was this kid, he was about eight. He pumped in about 20 euros. So pumped in, he put in about 20 euros. Didn't win a thing. Then I walked up. One go, boom, I won the football. And I honestly could not have been happier. I ran back to Mrs. Rock and Roll English and said, oh, I won the, ted uh, the teddy, the, the football. And she said... I think you should give it to that little boy that put in 20 euros. <laughs> I was like, he can fuck off. I've earned this. <laughs> exactly. I won this fair and square. So there's a nice term as well, fair and square. It was, I won it fairly, yeah? Or, or was this, you know, you're saying you were competing against a, a boy for a football. <laughs> or was it really a girl for a teddy bear? Be honest. No, no, it, I, it was definitely a boy for the football. And when she said that, you know, you should give it to him, I thought, you know, even if I did give it to him how pathetic would he feel and it's a bit creepy isn't it <laughs> yeah <laughs> also creepy yeah so creepy like a strange kind of thing i thought he would just feel so pathetic that he put in all that money didn't win it then someone else won it and gave it to him so i did it for him i well, didn't give the ball for him i did see a picture of this on i don't know instagram or facebook and it was a paris saint-germain uh, ball which Made me think that you got lucky because I know there's no way you would have chosen that ball. Well, it was a Nike football as well, I would like to add. But it was in the best position, Dan. When you go to these things, you have to you have a strategy. So you went for the easy one. Okay, I get well, you. I understand that. <laughs> I understand. I would have gone for the hardest one. but Sure you would. Sure, And I'm sure you would have won all of the balls in, in one go. And given them away as well. Yeah, sure. 
that that's you such a good samaritan such a good person um another great thing over the holidays was i spent a lot of time with uh, my future mother-in-law she always looks after me you know i went there she got me pretty much every time i go there she buys me some more pajamas um, and some underwear after the incident that happened a few few months ago when i didn't have any underwear that's another story go back and listen to one of the other podcasts um so you know i wanted to thank her and so she said to me oh do you want to go and see a nativity play so the nativity play is like the play of jesus being born and all of this stuff um so yeah she said do you want to go and i was like yeah you know so obviously just to make her happy i was like yeah of course i would love to go i couldn't think of anything i would love to do more than seeing a nativity play and the baby Jesus mm-hmm. and all of that. Um, so she said, okay, brilliant. Well, look on the internet to see what days it's open because there's one in a town nearby. So I said, okay, what should I check on the internet? She said, um, www.nativityplay.com. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a mistake, surely. Yeah, yeah of course. Well, so I don't like, know. Some tiny town in Sicily. Do you think like they've just got the website address nativityplay.com and you can just get any nativity play in the world on nativityplay.com? So let me get this straight. Not only were you, you know, going to a nativity play, you also had to organise it. <laughs> I didn't have to organise it. I had to check what day it was open. And in the end, luckily, it was on a day that we couldn't go. So I didn't even have to go. So <laughs> Result. Exactly. I've noticed Dan the man said there, though, let me get this straight. So that means basically let me understand. Um, I've got some new genital shower gel as well. Remember, we spoke about that before the end of the Mm -hmm. year, Dan. We've got some new new gel thing for down there now. Are you going to be posting a before and after so we can all see the the results? (laughs) Of of course. Um, Less aggressive, as Mrs. Rock and Roll English says, than the normal one. But the thing is, so I use this one and then I had this tingly feeling. So a tingly feeling is a strange, almost cold sensation down there. And I honestly thought my penis was falling off. I was like, I've got, I said to her, I've got a strange feeling. Like, my penis is dropping off. <laughs> she was laughing. Was just saying, yeah, that's that's just the new shower gel stuff that we bought. But for a minute, oh god, I thought this is it. This is yep. the end. It's time to say goodbye to my penis. But what were the results? Were they good? Yeah, it was. It was a nice, fresh feeling after. It takes some getting used to, though, because um, yeah, it was scary for a minute. But I'm I'm happy to report. I now have a clean, fresh penis. <laughs> I find it incredible that the guy that doesn't like Valentine's Day because it's a marketing scam has fallen for genital shampoo, which is quite clearly also a marketing scam. No, no, it's, it's, a, different, it's a different kettle of fish. So a different kettle of fish. It's something completely different to your normal skin, Dan. It's like saying shampoo and shower gel are the same. You need it specific, Okay. They saw you, you coming. If you want to look after your penis, Dan, I recommend it. Um, and then there was New Year's Eve, um, which, again, I spent in Italy. And the strange thing here is that everyone goes out after midnight. Like the standard thing is to stay at home with your family, have dinner, and then after midnight you go out. But by the time you say Happy New Year to everyone after midnight, all of the family... 
and then get changed mm. and stuff. It's basically one o'clock in the morning. So I went out at one o'clock in the morning, which, I mean, when I go out now, if I'm up until one, it's a miracle, basically. Yeah. And that was the time I was going out. So obviously you stay out for a few hours. It's five o'clock in the morning. Um, and I thought I would bring a bit of British culture, show them what we're all about and just got absolutely shit-faced. <laughs> and then the next day, because we went to bed at five o'clock in the morning, woke up and it was basically nearly one o'clock and her mum had prepared this really big lunch and let me tell you my stomach was not ready <laughs> to eat a massive lunch I'd been up for about 20 minutes and uh, I, I managed to eat something and then that day New Year's Day I was going to England so we had to drive from her mum and dad's house which is three hours to Palermo and then the flight and when I was driving I was just saying I really don't feel so good here. Then we had to stop at a service station. So a service station is the place on the motorway, maybe where you get petrol, open the door. And I thought I need to go to the toilet quick. Didn't make it to the toilet and just chundered everywhere. So chundered, I threw up, I vomited all over the car park. Oh my God. <laughs> and you're 35. This is what I thought because when I was vomiting, I basically went to my knees as it was coming out. And how dramatic. Yeah. Well, just because I thought it's got less chance of splashing on my feet. If if I'm closer to the ground and it hits the ground. I, I at least found a bush, though. It wasn't on the pavement. It it's was clever. A bush. It's clever. A younger man wouldn't have done that. <laughs> That's that's what I've got. I've got experience, Dan. Yeah. Um, so as I was on my knees vomiting, someone in their car just went down, lowered the window and said, Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought at that point, I am a disgrace. I, I don't deserve to live. I am a disgrace. What was Mrs. Rock and Roll English doing? She was looking in the. She was just waited in the car and basically was pretending she didn't know me. Was basically looking the other way, um, and yeah. In fact, the day before, I'd put on Facebook and Instagram a quite you know emotional post about how I'm what I've done in the decades. You know, I've done a lot of things, and I thought I'm a new man. And then I thought, and the first day of the new decade, I'm being sick. In a service station. <laughs> Not in the service station, on the service station. <laughs> exactly. Oh, God. So, yeah, the, the journey back was just horrific. So the three-hour car drive and then at nine o'clock at night, three-hour flight, we were waiting in the airport and some baby was there. It was, well, baby, a toddler. So a toddler's about two or three. And the baby was, well, the toddler was singing and everyone was going, oh, isn't he so cute? Honestly, I just wanted to say, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Who are you flying with? Ryanair, obviously. Oh, that's, a that's the last thing you want. <laughs> exactly. The last thing you want with a hangover is, a well, one, to immediately have a massive lunch, two, a three-hour drive, and three, a Ryanair flight. And that's exactly what I had. So, and the crazy thing is, because... They told me, right, we're going to go out at one o'clock. The days before, I kept trying to stay up late and wake up late so that I would be prepared for it. Mm. So it took me about four days to prepare for this night and about five days to recover. <laughs> Did you think it's going to be a good year when you were 
vomiting on the on the forecourt. Yeah, very much like you with your beard. How it's going to be you, your year? I thought the same. <laughs> well, some 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 poor bastard on New Year's Day is going to have to clean that up. Well, no, I was sick in the bush, and it, it was just like water for the plants. Then, I, if anything, I'm helping the environment. Um, anyway, let's change the subject because it, you know how wonderful it is talking about that moment. I think there are other things to talk about. Um, for example, when I was, went back to England, had to uh, get some documents at church to get married, all of this kind of stuff. So I'd spoken to the priest and said, look, this, this is what we need. He prepared the document. Everything was perfect. But there was one thing missing from the document, right? And then so... They had left it at the church. And then so I said to the other priest, oh, there's just one thing missing. What can we do? And this other priest happens to speak Italian. Mm-hmm. And so he said, OK, I'll just write it on the letter with, with pen. Everything was done on the computer. He writes it in pen um, and then writes it in Italian, this 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 other bit. So now I've got a letter written in English with someone just writing something in pen in Italian. And I was thinking, I don't know if this is going to be accepted. And then he said, you know what else I can do? I can give you a certificate of your baptism in Latin. And I said, well, I don't really need that. Why? (laughs) Exactly. I've actually got that because that's one of the certificates you need. And I was like, no, I've got that. And he said, no, I'll do it in Latin for you. Was he charging you for this? No, no, luckily, no. Um, so was he charging you? Was he making you pay? And then, so he had this form of Latin and then he said, okay, name. So your name is Martin James Johnston is my full name. So he said, Martin, in Latin, that's Martinus. And then James, that's Jacobus. So he wrote on this form, <laughs> Martinus Jacobus. Johnston's just the same though. That didn't change. <laughs> no, no Latin translation. <laughs> Um, and then gave me that and he was like you'll be fine with that he just wanted to show off that he could speak like Italian and Latin and but ha- so- how many people can say they've got a Latin birth certificate so <laughs> exactly so I walked out of the church like I said with the document I needed with a bit of with something written on in pen in Italian and a birth certificate in Latin with with basically a different name You've had quite a Christmas break, really, haven't you? All these different stories. Oh, that didn't stop. As I said, my life is a podcast, Dan. Everything that happens, I write on my phone. I think that will be great for the podcast. A bit like when I got some presents for my nieces. You know, they're young. I you know, thought, what can I get them? Okay, put a lot of thought into it. They played with those, what, with what I bought them for about five minutes. And then they also had a Kinder Egg, which if anyone isn't familiar with, is a chocolate with a really shit toy in. And then the toys in the Kinder Egg, they loved much more than the Christmas presents that I got them. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough lesson to learn, isn't it? Real tough, real tough. I was like, look, look at this, what I got. You don't want to play with this? Nah, Kinder Egg's much better. <laughs> Won't make that uh, mistake next year. Well, is that I'll just get him a Kinder Egg? Just both get him a Kinder Egg. Just the one. They'll be happy. Just the one. Yeah, they could. They can share it. I'm not going to get him a Kinder Egg each. You know, yeah. I'm not made of money. How much do they cost? A pound? Something like that. Something yeah. like that. Um, anyway, it has been a pleasure talking to you about the holiday break, Dan, and to make it official that you know this is it for me now. My life is the podcast. Mm-hmm. Nice. That's all I've got. Fingers crossed for your beard, Dan. Hopefully this is the year. 
I'm aiming for 2023. I think that's a reasonable target. <laughs> More realistic. Well, aim for the stars. So then if you fall, I can't remember what it says. What's the rest of it? Aim for the stars. And if you don't, you'll... Yeah, you, might, so, you, might, you might hit the moon. You might hit the moon. There we go. There we go. Okay. Still Beautiful. a philosopher. Still yeah. a philosopher. That's me. Okay. Speak to you soon. Speak to you later. Bye-bye. Okay, so that was me speaking to Dan the Man about the Christmas break and the podcast being my life. So let's have a look at some of that rock and roll vocabulary. Um, When we had the review from Leticia, it said um, that when you spend your days longing for the time that you will be together again. So when you are longing for something, you are counting the seconds. You cannot wait. You're really thinking, oh... That will be fantastic. You are longing for the podcast, thinking I really need it. I really need it in my life. I told Dan that I had something to get off my chest. When you want to get something off your chest, you want to tell someone something. Um, I then said it's not easy to pick up from where you left off because I was having a bit of difficulty with dramatic pauses and other things so to pick up from where you left off a lovely term quite self-explanatory we had the term forte as well when i said storytelling is my forte i think that's one of the words we've taken from latin Um, it means strength it's one of my strengths Um, i was then talking about when i drank gappa not gappa grappa but i said it was a good few years ago Notice that term. It's a good few years ago. I don't know why we say that, but we do. I said the best moment without any shadow of a doubt was winning the football. A lovely term there, without any shadow of a doubt. And then I spoke about the child that pumped in about 20 euros. When you pump something in, it's when you put a lot of it in. You can even pump in petrol to your car if you want. You can say I pumped in 50 euros and then after 10 minutes I didn't have any petrol I said that I won the football fair and square a lovely term again just to say it was fair I don't know why we say square I think it's because it rhymes with fair but it doesn't really make any sense we had the word creepy um, which is like a bit strange strange in a disturbing way we also spoke about the nativity play well the nativity in general which was the scene of uh, Jesus being born. Mary, Joseph, Jesus, some... Were there horses? I can't remember, but that's the nativity. Then Dan said, let me get this straight. You had to go and you had to organise it. So let me get this straight. Let me understand. Then we were talking about the shower gel for my penis and we said it had a kind of tingly feeling. So if something tingles... It's a strange sensation. Sometimes you can't even feel it. If something tingles, it's like when your arm maybe falls asleep, it tingles. Um, Then when I was telling Dan about the difference between normal shower gel and penis shower gel, I said it's a different kettle of fish. A lovely term there to basically say it's completely different. We had the term service station as well. That's the thing when you're driving from one city to another on the middle of the motorway, well, to the side, not in the middle, um, there is a service station where you can buy chocolate, coffee, go to the toilet and do things like that. And I said I chundered at the service station. So chundo is a very, very British slang word that means to vomit. 
Um, you probably won't even find that in a dictionary, but you will find it on the streets of London, baby. We had the word toddler, which, remember, is a child aged between two or three. And the word charge, when Dan the Man asked me if the priest was charging me for my Latin certificate. So is he making you pay? Which, luckily, he is not. Anyway, remember, all of this rock and roll vocabulary is on the website, rockandrollenglish.com slash episode 182. I will see you all again next week, people. But in the meantime, just keep on rocking baby thanks so much for listening to rock and roll english for more great content and to stay up to date visit rockandrollenglish.com and facebook.com slash rock and roll english we'll catch you next time